Hello, ladies. Let's perch. Welcome to another episode of the She's Free to Fly podcast. And today we have the pleasure of just meeting a beautiful woman who loves women, who loves the heart of women, who supports the heart of women. Um, a lot of you all have been hearing about this wellness retreat that I went on, and everybody was asking me about the wellness retreat. Well, the wellness retreat goddess, Miss <laughs> Latisse. Latisse, please give us an introduction to who you are, what you stand for. Tell them what your background is. Yes. Tell them how you got to be such a woman oh of my women. God. First of all, thank you for inviting me into this vibe. Y'all, <laughs> let me just say, I walked into a vibe. This is such a beautiful space. So thank you for allowing me to share your space and to share with your viewers today. I'm Latisse Edgiston. I'm a licensed professional counselor. I'm in private practice uh, in Tucker, but kind of everywhere because I do telehealth okay. uh, for a lot of folks. Um, and I've been a therapist for over, gosh, 30 years. I cannot believe I'm saying that. That's a long time. 30 years look good on you. Oh, man. God bless it's your a, heart. It's good on Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. But I have a heart for people in general. Okay. I think what drew me to the field. Mm -hmm. is that I just am a helper. I'm a servant, right? I just have a heart for people to live well, to be well. Um, the, my family loves to tell this story. Okay. When I was about, I don't know, three or four, my both my grandfathers were kind of arguing, real strong, gruff okay. personalities, and they were arguing. And, and they said, I came in and I said, stop it. Granddaddies, every people must love every people. Oh, that's right. Every people must love every, every people. people. I need you to get a shirt that says I, every people, people must love that. every You see, people. I love shirts yes. with, with statements. So yes. I do need to do that. But that's always been my heart. Every people must love every people. But in order to love people, mm -hmm. guess what? You got to love yourself. Oh, wow. Right? Mm -hmm. we, we know that, right? Interesting. And so sometimes we think we do. Um, but we're not living in that way mm -hmm. that shows love to ourselves. And so I have the privilege, and I see it as that, okay. a privilege to walk with people, not just through crisis. A lot of times people think you have to be in crises mm -hmm. to come to therapy, but you don't. Right. A therapist need therapists. It's helpful for all of us right. to have this. We go to the physical doctor. That's right. Because they can see things we can't see. That's right. So uh, a therapist helps us to identify those relational, emotional, behavioral, social, even pieces, there may be some things we can't see that we just want it, want it to be better. Mm -hmm. And so I count it a privilege to do that. And I have the opportunity to walk with people okay. as they're finding the love for themselves. So every people can love every people, okay. but you can love yourself and be well. Right, right, right. Um, as you were talking, it really made me think like I am in this phase myself as an individual where I have a deep love for myself. Yes. I have deep um, compassion and grace for myself and yes. others, but I am definitely at the beginning of a new level of life. Mm -hmm. And I 
have really been contemplating about the importance of, I think I need a therapist to walk through this with me. And I've been in therapy before. I've had a counselor. um, I've been a counselor several times, so I have no problem going to counseling. And I don't think that I need to go just when something is wrong. Because you're right, nothing is wrong, like big right now that's truly affecting me in a negative way. Right. But something just says... I need a hand. I need an ear. And I have great friends. I have great relationships. Sure. But just someone who sits on, can sit on the outside from an educated perspective in mental health to help me walk through that journey. Yes. Um, And so I'm always encouraging women, men, boys, girls, seek therapy, seek support. Like I go to doctor for anything. And like when you go, you find out not only what's wrong, but what's right. Yes. And how you can get right good, faster. Yes. Right? I love You know that. what I mean? How you can get right fast. How I can get right well, that's faster. that's good. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. even getting right faster may help me reach my goals faster. Mm-hmm. It may help me become the person that I want to become faster. Yeah. Um, when I can sit and analyze not only what I'm thinking, but how and why I think what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I just think that's that's really important. Um, so we're going to start off a place that people who've been listening, um, they have a point of contact, which is me doing the wellness retreat. So tell me about how you started Mosaic Retreats yes. and what that is, why you do it. And I want to know, like, what is it that you want women to receive from these retreats? So I... And really, it is God-breathed, God-ordained. I, in my practice, and most, I have a very diverse practice. I work with men, women, um, various cultural groups and racial groups. Mm -hmm. A lot of the women women I see are women of color. Mm -hmm. And what I am finding, and, and I'm in that group of professional women who are doing it all. The um, society encourages us mm-hmm. to do it all, right? There is actually a, um, an actual syndrome called superwoman syndrome. Oh, there, that's the thing. Like we say that I'm not your superwoman. Can I sing on the thing? Let me tell you, I, I just sang it on the last recording I did. They ain't even seen it yet. Okay. okay. So Halima uh-huh. was the message reveal podcast. Okay. And the song, the question was, what is a song that you sang as a child that you didn't know the meaning until, until you got older? I said, Superwoman Karen White. I thought that was a love song. How about so, that? Superwoman. Wow. That's what we think. How about that? Think. I mean, it, but that is an actual syndrome. Yes. And basically, it's kind of what it says, where we have these ideas that we can do all these things and we can be and we can be all these things, to all these people. Mm-hmm. And it needs to really look amazing and be amazing. And there's no room for error mm-hmm. and all of these absolutely unrealistic, mm-hmm. um, self-depleting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. expectations and consequences for staying stuck in that space. Right. And so I've seen that. I have been that. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm going to be transparent. This okay. is a, Sacred safe space, it. right? But it is. We're still working on it, right? Because I have a heart for people, yes, and people are always in need. 
Yes, ma'am. So if there's a need that comes up, I keeps a toolbox. Yes, ma'am. And I goes to fix it. Mm-hmm. And everything is not for me to fix. And some things are not really fixable. So what I've seen over the years is the consequences of that and what that does to us. And it was laid on my heart, what space do we have that we can show up and we can be authentically who we are mm-hmm. in every way, not what authentically what is comfortable for right. people to see, right. but authentically who we are. Right. And you can just be loved on. Mm-hmm. You can just be affirmed. Mm-hmm. You can just be poured into. Mm-hmm. What spaces mm-hmm. do we have like that? Yes. I couldn't come up with any. You know? So you created this thing. So God told me. Let's go away. Don't do it here because, you know, we're too close to the house. Mm-hmm. That's that's never, we have to have a change of scenery. There's so much power in changes of scenery. Right. So our travel is so important. Um, so being able to be away. And we have an amazing chef that comes. You can, you can Yo, attest to that. Let me tell y'all about that food. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Yeah, Miss Rachel, she's our chef, and she comes, she travels, but, and yeah, she's a great cook, and she's very thoughtful and intentional, but there is a level of love and ministry, and that's what does it, that's what, that's what does it, and so she's very aligned, and all my speakers, we have a yoga instructor, who's lovely, our Zen Jen. We love our Zen Jen. It was amazing. Yeah, she just, she's got, again, she just has a heart for people. Right. To settle themselves in those spaces. Right. You know, not just stretching your body, but stretching your mind in those yoga spaces that a lot of us don't necessarily practice. Um, And my speakers who who shift from year to year, Mm -hmm. um, they are all very much aligned with... With that, and so it's just an opportunity to come, actually, um, like for real unplug. Yes. You ain't got to think about nothing yes. but just receiving. And you can meet some incredible people, but you can also be with your people, That's your right. friends. That's right. And you can have some fun and laugh. We do have a good time. A good time. And but it's also reflective, mm-hmm. and and so that's how it started. And this is our, I cannot believe this is our sixth year. We're going into our seventh retreat. All right. I was on six. You was on six. I was on six. You're going to be there for seven, eight, nine, ten. I love it. Come on. Come on. I love it. I love it, baby. And that is the prayer. We just keep it going. So I'm really just, I, I am so humble. Like really like, really God, like you're doing all it is. It's just, I really can't even describe. I'm just so excited and thrilled. Oh my gosh. I am so thankful. When someone invites you to this retreat, know that they love you. Oh. Um, my friend Andrea invited me for a couple of years. And last year, I couldn't go because I was traveling with my daughter. Right. But when she said, okay, this is the weekend, I said, okay, Andrea, I'm booking it. I didn't even know what I booked, when I was booking it. <laughs> I just know she loved me and I trust her as a friend. Yes. And so I booked yes. it. And, um, I remember seeing one of the flyers right before, and it said, 
no work or leave your computers at home or something like that to the mention of a work-free zone. A work-free zone. We're coming to rest. And I remember even looking at the picture of the computer saying work-free zone. I remember my spirit resting in that. Wow. Knowing that I would have some downtime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, and it, it was it was so important and so so special. Mm. And the exercises to sit and reflect. I'm still reflecting on those things. They have mm. stayed with me. Mm. My box that I came that yeah. I got from Nika. Yes, stayed with yes, me. yes. She's bed. wonderful. Okay, Nika Do Evans, incredible therapist, Thank good you. friend. She's amazing. So grateful for her in my life. Like one of our presenters. Sin. Yes, yeah. they sit with me. Yeah. When you asked the question when we first got there. What are you bringing to the yeah. table? What, what do, do you, you want need? to take? Yeah. What do you need? Yeah. I knew what I was bringing. I'm bringing the love of God. Yeah. I needed momentum. Yes. And that momentum just continued throughout mm. the entire retreat. Yeah. And now it's continuing here. And this is what the momentum looks mm. like. Um, so I just thank you for standing for women, standing with me as a woman, mm. um, standing with those I know and don't know because the energy one person puts out affects the whole. Oh my God. Yeah, it really, absolutely. really affects the whole. Absolutely. Um, and so I appreciate that. And you said something a few seconds ago. You said everything can't be fixed. Yeah. Talk about everything can't be fixed. What do we do when something can't be fixed? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we were talking earlier about mindset. And we talked about that at the retreat, mm-hmm. mindset, mm-hmm. and how important that is. And I think sometimes it's really challenging when there is an issue, and often, particularly if it is our experience that people are looking to us to be the fixer. Okay. And that's the role we've kind of taken on. And because typically we want to do all things well, because there's no room for error. Right. If there's something that comes up and we can't fix it, and fix it means so many different things, right? Okay. Okay. Um, depends on the circumstances and the situation. But when we cannot fix it, mm-hmm. and oftentimes that means the outcome just doesn't look like we want it to look. Okay. Oftentimes. Okay. And so when we are in that space, it is just sometimes hard to let it go and accept. Okay. And so really having the mindset, is this for me to be engaged at the level I'm engaged? Okay. Let's start there. Okay. Is this even for me? Mm-hmm. A lot of times, particularly with our children, especially older mm-hmm. children and and mainly adult children, mm-hmm. we're still parents, we're still mamas, mm-hmm. and we show up how we show up, but it's hard to sometimes know, you know what, my role is different, okay, and I might get in the way of something they need for themselves mm-hmm. if I'm trying to come in with my cape and save the day. Mm-hmm. And so... It may not be for me to fix. It may be for me to support. Okay. It may be for me to pray. Right. It may be me for me to just be a listening ear. Okay. What's my role? Mm-hmm. But if I'm always rushing to try to give the answers, to try to provide the solutions and mm-hmm. solve the problems, that may be something internally that mm-hmm. I need to look at. Okay. Because it's not for me to right. do everything. Right. And I and it's important to discern right. what is for you. Right. You got 
you have jobs, I have jobs. Mm -hmm. And if you are doing everything, I I don't have, not only do I not have a job to do, but I don't get what I need by doing a job. Right. So knowing what's for you and what's not for you. Okay. We can't fix everything and some things aren't for us to fix. They're not. Some things are for us to refer. Absolutely. Some Oh, you know Absolutely. Love. It makes me think of, um, I was speaking with someone earlier and they were listening to the podcast and on the podcast, I said, and I'm a firm believer in, I have to be whole and care for myself before I have it to get to anybody Absolutely. else. Right. Absolutely. And the question was, well, how do you do that? So from a clinical standpoint, for someone who's really trying to be at whole and at peace with self and care for self so that they have it to give, what are some things that women can do from a clinical standpoint to really truly give themselves what they need? Right. I think the first thing, Deshonda, is really to look at what what makes you feel that you're not whole. Mm-hmm. What's What's the what? Let's okay. start with the what. Okay. What's happening? Okay. What is going on for you that's making you feel something needs to be different for me? Okay. And then after the what, we look at the why. All why? Right. Why does it need to be different why for me? Need to be different. If this is different for me, then dot dot dot. I can. My life will be better. I'll, I'll be able to. What is the why. Why do I need to do this? Okay. And thirdly, it's the how. Okay. Okay. I understand what it is. I understand the why mm-hmm. I need it. Mm-hmm. Okay. How do I do that? And that my, and you talked earlier about that you've been to therapy before and you have your girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and and I love the differentiation between the two. Cause do not ever, ever, ever underestimate okay. the power of sisterhood. Right. Yes. There's some things that when a group of women get together, mm-hmm. watch out world. Mm-hmm. And you can only get that. That's why that retreat is like that, because they're women that don't even know each other. And by the end, they are coming together and it's the power of sisterhood. Right. So we don't ever want to minimize that. But that's very different from a therapeutic clinical process. It is not the same thing. Okay. And so you have had, you've got your circles, your sister circles. Right. But then you've also done your therapeutic work too. Right. And so that has gotten you to a space. I love what you said, because, you know, I know who I am. I'm confident. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, secure in who I am. Mm -hmm. You, You listed quite a few things. And when you said it, I believed you. Mm-hmm. I believed every word you okay. said. I want to suggest that that's because you've done a lot of work. I did. So that space of doing your work okay. and being willing to look at yourself. And so your how, mm-hmm. we talked about the the what. Okay. We talked about the why. Okay. So your how may be checking out those circles. Okay. And, you know, some circles aren't very healthy. That's right. Right. And that's hard. So figuring out and circles shift. It may have been great at one season in your life. You just talked about this is a different season. Mm-hmm. You're doing some things you've never done before. Mm-hmm. You're having ideas and, and thoughts and inspirations. Yeah. You've ne- 
And that's how it should be. We shouldn't mm-hmm. be ever evolving. Right. As the seasons change, mm-hmm. you know, that's, we should be changing yes. in a lot of ways. So what, what is, how are you doing that? And, and if, if, if the circles are not evolving in a way that's supporting you, mm-hmm. that's something to consider. Okay. Therapeutic spaces, if you need that, if you need to just take better care of yourself, whatever that means for you specifically, mm-hmm. what is the how? There's so many opportunities okay. in your how. Right, right. Okay, we got to do the work. work. Yeah. So we're asking all of us, what is that thing? Yeah. Um, Why Why? is that thing? Yeah. And how? How do we get it? How do we get to that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Man, I wish wholeness for so many people. Yes. I wish wholeness. I think when we deal with self and the, the wholeness of self, we can do so much to change everything around us. Yeah, for sure. We can do so much to change everything yeah, around us. Indeed, indeed. Um, we can do so much. So one thing I'm very big on um, are relationships, mm-hmm. especially the relationships between women, the relationships between mother, daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, for those relationships that aren't healthy, what are some things we can do to make peace or heal those relationships for future generations? Ooh, Deshonda, that is a huge, important question. And I say that because, you know, that that's, it's really broad, but, mm-hmm. but I think on a, in a general sense, when we think about healing relationships, mm-hmm. I think you first, again, because, because this is so, process oriented and is so um what's the other word i'm looking for it it takes their steps Mm -hmm. not necessarily in order Mm -hmm. but relationships don't just get to a place where they need healing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's that happens over time Mm -hmm. so it doesn't typically change immediately even though we may want it to okay and in some instances, depending on what the need is, because okay. if there's a point of no return in a relationship, if a line has been crossed, mm-hmm. that we just cannot come back from. And, and that's a thing. I mean, that may, that, that's a real thing. And I'm not necessarily talking about somebody sleeping with your husband or boyfriend or slapping you or anything major like that. But it just could be a non negotiable I say all the time we have three boxes a non-negotiable box Mm -hmm. a negotiable box Mm -hmm. and you know what in the grand scheme of things I can just let it go box okay right okay so there are things that kind of may shift what was a non-negotiable can you talk more about the non-negotiable box sure and let's talk more about each of these boxes sure because I really think this may help okay sure I'd be happy to I'd be happy to so the non-negotiable box is really that box any day of the week, my what I feel about that thing mm-hmm. and what I need mm-hmm. does not change. So in terms of relationships, okay. if we're because we're talking about relationships, for me, some of my absolute non-negotiables okay. are integrity. Mm-hmm. If I'm in relationship with you, I've got to trust you. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I need to feel secure in knowing yeah. that you've got you're an integrous person and okay. you can you're gonna be honest with me. Okay. Even when it's hard. Mm-hmm. And I can trust that. I don't have to wonder. Okay. That's a non-negotiable for me. Okay. Um and, and everybody's is different, right? Okay. And that's what's important when you know yourself, you can do better okay. with identifying what those non-negotiables okay. are. Another thing for me is respect. Okay. Um, I don't do well with with blatant disrespect. Now, there's a difference when somebody messes up and they do something and, mm-hmm. oh, you know, oops, my bad. I want my best moment. or so. so you have to discern whatever that is for you. Disrespect and respect. The list is long. So it's very, very individual. Okay. But for me, some blatant disrespectful, like you just really don't see me, don't think about me, don't care. It's, I, I just cannot be in relationship. And I'm with real you. when somebody F you just to say F you, but keep going. Uh-huh. I mean, that's, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. again, it's that's point. important to know that about yourself. So there are those absolute non negotiables. And again, that may shift at, mm-hmm. at some point. Right. But in this season, in this moment, there are just some things that I know that about okay. myself. Okay. And I'm not compromising on that. And that's okay. Okay. Then you have a negotiable box. Mm-hmm. Those things in negotiable boxes can be like, you know, I, I prefer, I'm a pretty extroverted person. I love my people. Mm-hmm. I Well, as I'm getting older, I think I am, you know, like in my quiet space. And as I'm so busy, I like my quiet space. But then there are those, yeah, I, I'm just very extroverted. My husband is not. People would be very surprised to hear that because he's, um, easy to engage. He's um, a writer for TV and film. So he's, he does a lot of comedy. Mm-hmm. He does, he's mm-hmm. done stand-up comedy. So he's funny, you know? So right. people think though he's extra because he, and he, he takes up a room. Wow. He would so rather be at that house. So one of my negotiables is, you know, there's sometimes I'm just be up here with you. Right. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna be up here with you though. Okay. All right, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Or you know, other things like some financial pieces. I might not fully be on board with this. Um, you know, certain girlfriends who may want to always do this one thing, and it's like, okay, now we got to do that again. But that's their thing. That's what okay. they like. So those are more. No, I would if it could be the way I want it, great. But I can move and flex in that. Mm-hmm. And most things, that's not true. Many things go in a negotiable okay. box. Let it go box. It ain't that deep box. You can call it so many things in the grand scheme of things. Is it really that deep sis box? Whatever. But those are the things when you really step back mm-hmm. and you really look at it. Mm-hmm. Is it really, really that important? How can we make our let it go box it ain't that deep box get bigger because i think yeah. for some people yeah that's the smallest box they I agree. have but i agree that box need to grow because so many things yeah. like i'm just saying you still gonna wake up tomorrow and ain't nobody right. else paying your light bill you ain't right. sleeping with that person like right. why does it matter Facts. i'm just saying why does it matter i think sometimes we have a hard time accepting people for who they just are. And we want them to be who we want them to be. So we get annoyed with them when they just who they been and who they continue to be. And so we get kind of up in arms about things that 
is is it really helpful for you? I I don't. Are you familiar with the Think acronym? No. Think. No. This is before you think, and I like to add, before you speak, before you think, before you act. Okay. Think. T, is it truthful? Okay. Is it the truth? Okay. Sometimes we come up with stuff, it ain't really true. You done made all that up. Okay. It's really not true. Mm -hmm. Or it's maybe half of the truth. It's not all the truth. Mm -hmm. H, is it helpful? Is, Is your staying stuck in this way of thinking? In this form of, of how you think about socks always being in the middle floor. Yeah, it's annoying. It ain't going to never make sense to you why when socks is in that floor. Okay. And am I the only one that sees socks? I wear glasses. I probably may have better fit, but don't nobody else see those socks. Okay. I'm sick of them socks. Right. But is it helpful to turn that into something else? If you love me, you pick up them socks. Because we say those we will. kind of you don't care about what I care about. Right. And that's not necessarily what that is, right? So is it helpful? Mm-hmm. How is this helpful to me to keep thinking, behaving, responding in this way? Okay. I, is it inspiring? What does it inspire? Does it inspire y'all to be better? Does it inspire you to be better? Does it inspire for you to be stressed out over something that really isn't significant? Okay. In, is it necessary? Is this really a necessary, helpful focus for you at this stage right now? Really challenge yourself to think why. And K, is it kind? Is it kind to other people? But is it kind to you? Is it kind? Think. Mm -hmm. Truthful, helpful, inspiring, necessary, kind. And so when we can just take a minute and stop, and think mm-hmm. about those things, I believe you're going to have more mm-hmm. in that let it go box. Okay. We're going to think. That's what I think. All right, ladies, take the notes. If you pulling, if you're driving, you either got to pull over and write it down, or you got to listen again and write it down, get it to memory, get it to heart, get it to your mind mm-hmm. from your yeah. hand to your heart, to your mind. To heart to mind. Let's shift gears a little bit. Okay. And what do you think some things we can do to really help women move forward mentally? Really making a commitment to yourself Mm -hmm. about what you want for yourself. Mm -hmm. And it really starts there. The Bible says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The wisdom of the word tells us that that's where it starts. Any change you got to make. There's an elder at the church and she wanted a real old school elders that like don't mince nobody's words and just, you know, she love you, but you got to look for the love, you know, because she's so like, she's going to tell you, no filter. No one that comes with age, yeah, 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 yeah. I may, yeah, but ooh, we, but yeah, no filter. And we would fast, and people, you know what? I wait, I can't say, and she said, You know what, daughter of God, you've got to make up your mind. That's the bottom line. All that other stuff you're talking about ain't got nothing to do with nothing. You got to have a made up mind, and I'm not talking about that, which you know more. 
because your mind is not made up. Oh, wow. You need a gather, mama. But don't remember, yeah, it ain't even her. It ain't even her. And so when it comes to that, because a lot of times, you know what we do, Deshonda, we feel like we didn't know the how. We jump to recognizing what the issue is. And because we don't know the how, we kind of find ourselves getting stuck Mm -hmm. or not believing because we can't see it or we don't know what it looks like. So it's hard to imagine us being on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is once we kind of make a decision, you know what? I really want this to be different. Mm -hmm. There's so much power in the acknowledgement. Okay. Of just, you know what? I'm not going to be stuck. And then after that, what comes after yeah, that? Yeah, after that. Because I, we might know, but what are we doing? What are we gonna well, do? I think the other component, after you really make up your mind. Okay. That I'm not going to be stuck. Begin, well, of course, now I'm going to recommend if you're not working with a therapist. Because that's the therapist's job is help you identify not only why you're stuck, but methods to get unstuck. hmm so, so that certainly is a is an absolute recommendation, but but I do think very simplistically, if you want something different, you've got to do something yes, different. So, if you want to be unstuck, begin to look at what, what again. What is the what? What what aspect are you stuck in? Mm-hmm. What's happening that's keeping you or has gotten you stuck? Okay. And then the the why. What do I need to do to do something different? Because sometimes it's not even a big piece. I think sometimes we it feels big because being stuck is so uncomfortable. Right, right. If you, I broke my foot years ago and I had to wear an awful boot and I am a mover and a shaker. Mm-hmm. And I and it altered. It was just a boot I could move around when, like, I was on crutches. But it altered what I did because it was impactful to my mobility, mm-hmm. and so it regulated some of the things that I, I you know, I want to run by the store after work. But I just didn't feel like lugging that thing around. My it was heavy. I was okay. tired, okay. so it felt like a hindrance to me. And one of the things I would recommend. A lot of times, it is so vital to write things down. Okay. Write the vision, make it plain. Yes, ma'am. And so when we can write things, Mm -hmm. it's a different level of accountability because we can go back and really see ourselves in that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can type it in. You know, I know we're big and typing things into our devices, but there is something about your own individual unique written word that makes a big difference. So I would recommend to right now, what is it that you, why are you stuck? Mm -hmm. What, why do you, what makes you stuck? Why do you want it to be different? And then what can you do different to get unstuck? Because it's uncomfortable. A lot of times we stuck because we keep ourselves. Right. It can be hard to get unstuck, but once you become unstuck, you are free, baby. And I think because it's so hard, we think that what it takes to get unstuck is hard. Yeah. 
it's hard. It's harder it's up mentally than Absolutely. it is in real life. Absolutely. Because we made up a, a narrative. We've yes. created yes. a narrative about what it's about. And it may be hard. I'm not suggesting that it's, it, it won't be. Right. It might be. Mm-hmm. But it, it may not be what you think it is. And the, and, and, in your words, what's on the other side mm-hmm. is better than you can imagine. Right. The, sh- the shadow of the big bad wolf oh. can be bigger than the big bad Every wolf. time, that's what shadows do. That's what shadows do. But you know what's also interesting about that? With a shadow, it's only dependent on how you're hit, how, how the lighting is hitting. Ooh, say it. That, that's how a shadow works. Say it, if say you it. move, there's no shadow. There's no shadow. You move, there's there, no if shadow. you move, there's no this shadow. This is what happens when women talk. This is <laughs> like right. this is That's what right. happens when women That's talk. Right. That's right. And 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 not only even if you don't move, eventually the lighting will shift. Yes. Even if you don't. Yes. Now you're at the mercy of however long it takes to shift. Yes. But if you move, there will not be a shadow. Yes. Okay. I get it. You mm-hmm. see, I'm I'm taking this I in. I see it. Let yeah, tell you give me yeah. something. I'm gonna yeah. take it in and I'm gonna deal with it. it and work on and it. that just gave to me. I've never thought of Man. it like that. But because it is bigger, it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, in your practice, what are some of the areas that you specialize in or mm-hmm. focus on? And when identifying those areas, can you share? some symptoms of those particular issues okay and what participating with a counselor or a therapist can do for those issues okay so that people can be more self-aware of i remember before i had surgery like i was really really tired i thought i was really Mm. really tired because i do too much but i was Mm -hmm. really tired because i had an issue going on with my heart wow so what are some of those symptoms that people can be looking for like you know what this really isn't normal right there's something it could be a little bit better so what are some of those areas so one of the things that that i see a lot of are mood disorders with depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. um you know depression can look a lot of times we think depression looks like suicidal ideation and thoughts and um self-harming or um, can't get out of bed, not functioning. And certainly it can look like those things. Mm -hmm. But more than anything else, it's regular functioning people who get up and go to work every day who really are easy to engage and look pretty happy. Mm -hmm. But overall, their mood is kind of, they're just sad. And they're sad most of the time. And so I like to give this analogy. So it's kind of like this is kind of a normal level of functioning, like okay. a normal move. So for and our listeners, yeah. um, the right. arm is just right. stretched out. It's just stretched out. It's okay. just a, like a, if you imagine a line, mm-hmm. a line. Okay. And so there's there's a line and that line is kind of like a, a regular middle of the road move. Base level. Base level okay. move that we all have. Okay. Most of us, we can dip low under that line. We can go high above that line, dip low, because our moods change. Right. 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 So we have highs and lows mm-hmm. for all of us. 
Um, for people who are depressed, they have highs and lows, but their highs don't really get above that baseline. If you can imagine that visual. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, when you have bipolar disorder, that's something different. Mm-hmm. Your lows are really low mm-hmm. and your highs are extremely high. Okay. So that's very different than depression. Okay. And so some symptoms of that is just kind of being aware, like you, you felt something mm-hmm. it was different. Mm-hmm. Clinical depression, you're going to feel that in your body. Okay. You're you're not going to have the energy okay. to do things. You're losing interest in things you once had. You may not want to be engaged with people like you once were. Your sleeping may be off. Your um, eating may be off, more or less. You may be eating more mm-hmm. um, or less. You may be sleeping a lot more or a lot less. Mm-hmm. So I just marked changes mm-hmm. are more the symptoms of that. And, um, and anxiety, anxiety is one of those things that we are going to see increase. We're already seeing it uh, post pandemic, okay. particularly in our young people, okay. especially in our young people, but, but also just in in everyone. Mm-hmm. And so anxiety, dis- anxiety, there are so many different kinds of anxiety issues. Mm-hmm. And there are people um, that focus on just one, right? Um, so, and, and, and it, I think even with that, anxiety is when it begins, worry and stress is natural for all of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. And anxiety is natural for all of us. Okay. When it becomes an issue, that means your anxiety impacts how you function. So you may not be able, if you're overly emotional, um, panic attacks is a big way. People feel, you know, your your body is responding, your heart is racing. You may feel like you're hyperventilating. You can't breathe. That's a panic attack. Mm -hmm. You feel like you might be dying, like Mm -hmm. literally dying, Mm -hmm. and you're not. There's nothing wrong. You just extremely overwhelmed with emotion. So that's anxiety. I say all the time that if you think, if the thought comes up, I might need to see somebody. You need to see somebody. Just a chick. You need to see somebody. If it comes up, that, so how do you know when? That's when you know when. Okay. So mood disorders is one thing I specialize in. Okay. We talked about people getting stuck. Yeah. I really love what pe- working with people who just are searching and seeking for something different. All right. Maybe they know what it is. Maybe they don't. Okay. But to really walk with them through identifying if they're stuck in a relationship, that's one of the things I love to provide. I do a lot of couples work. Mm-hmm. Um, with married or unmarried couples, mm-hmm. um, but helping people to identify. I often say what we're going to focus on is where you are, where you've been, and where do you want to be? Okay. Uh, so that's kind of the basis. So that's, I love to help people find that way of getting unstuck and finding ways to be well. And finally, one thing that I work with are women and or couples who are managing infertility. All right. That is something that in the black community mm-hmm. and, and, and in a lot of cultures, quite honestly, we don't talk a lot about. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is a lot. 
there are a lot of pieces. It's, it's kind of a a club that a lot of people aren't a part of, but it's it's a real challenging journey in ways that are specific to individuals. But they're they're just there's not a lot of awareness around infertility and managing okay. all that comes with that. And I really have a heart for working with people okay. who are dealing with the challenges of that. Okay. okay. And it also seems like a club, as you were saying it, I was thinking like not that not only that a lot of people may not be in it. But you may be in the club and you don't even know the person next to you is in the club oh. because we're not even oh, talking yeah. about oh, yes. what clubs we belong to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that could be a lot of different and know, that could be a issues lot. and stuff like And I think, you know, a lot of times people, you could be in the club, but then we got certain parts, clicks of the club, I guess right. you could say. Right. that Or sections of the club, you know, if there's secondary infertility where you've already had a child, but you are struggling to have another one. And the people who don't have any children can look like, really? You got one. Right. But it's still really, really difficult. It's still very. So there's so many aspects that come with that. And then infertility treatments and the grief and loss of miscarriage or stillborn. You know, just there's so many aspects that come with that and what that does. Um for a woman, but also for a man. Mm-hmm. I think we can easily be dismissive mm-hmm. what that journey's like for men, mm-hmm. uh, but what that also does to a relationship or a marriage. Mm-hmm. When it comes to men, I am a proponent of the safety and mental health and respect. Yes. Um, yes. I love women, but I'm still very respectful and very aware of the needs of men. And uh, we have male listeners, we have women who have males in their life that they truly love and yeah. want to support. Yeah. What are some ways, first, what are some issues mm-hmm. that you're hearing from a lot of men? Mm-hmm. Or, and what are some ways we can support those issues as women? I love that. You know, I think, so I want to start just by saying, it's so important to embrace our power as women, women, while still acknowledging who we are with men mm-hmm. as a part of our lives, because they are—we have sons, we have husbands, we have fathers, we have brothers, we have cousins, mm-hmm. all of that—and they are also who make us who we are. And I always say, "I'm who I am today." Because of my granddaddy and my daddy. Okay. And I, and I really um, am grateful for that. So one of the things that I'm saying in men, um, depression is just a big piece that I'm seeing with men. And that looks different in men than it does in women. Okay. Women have a tendency, and and these are not absolutes. These are just kind of some generalizations that we typically see. So there are very much many exceptions to the rule. Um, So there, women will have a tendency to maybe withdraw and detach kind of shut down in places of depression. Mm -hmm. Men have a tendency to act out depression with anger. 
So oftentimes when we see men who are very angry and rageful, one uh, reason for that could be depression. Absolutely. I've never thought about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Could be other things, right? right? Uh But certainly there's a high correlation with depression. Especially when that behavior may not be typical and you're like, absolutely. If it feels, you don't even know, just seems very uncharacteristic. Absolutely. So that's something I see, you know, a good amount of that. Um, Secondly, we see a lot of racial trauma. Yeah. Yeah. And that, could look like many things with with men, young men, and and you know, and older men as well. And so, we don't often use when we think about trauma. We think about um, violent things or catastrophic things. We don't really think about trauma in the sense of what we've endured with racial injustice in the past. Well, always, let me be clear, but it's certainly in the past three to four years have been front and center Mm -hmm. with the just horrible things that we've witnessed Mm -hmm. uh, with videos of killings and how it's been managed and the political pieces that have come with that, it has just been really, really difficult okay. for a lot of people in different ways. So I think it's always been present. It's just been certainly um, a, a more magnified, I guess. Okay. Yes. And so just feeling, I a lot of brothers just feel so unseen, okay, afraid. I remember um, um, I was taking, I picked my son up, who at the time, I think he was 13 at the time, picked him up from school. He was just killing some stuff. I mean, just doing some really hard, impressive things and doing great. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? Today, we're going to go to QT. I'm going to give you some money. You go in there and you get whatever, because he likes, you know, that's like everything at the QT. Right. right? They got it all. They got this is spot. It's, it's like a hangout spot it's, for guys. Like they gotta stop at the QT. Yeah, because that's just part that's of just, the. It's part of the day. Like it's the just rise. Exactly. Okay, I'm with it. Yeah, and and that's not a typical. Like that's a real treat. Mm-hmm. And he's old old enough to go in and get it himself. I'm right there in front of the store waiting for. And he we got pulled up. And he said, "You know what? I'm good. It's okay. Thanks, mom." like what who are you and he wouldn't really tell me why and I was really perplexed but I wouldn't let him off the hook and I said I need what's different like what is going on he said well what if I go in and they think I'm stealing something oh my gosh and it never occurred to me never occurred to me that he was really feeling any kind of way. And I said, well, sweetie, why would they think that? He said, well, because it happens all the time. 
And it just broke my heart. Oh, my gosh. That has me thinking about so many things right now. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Right? And at one point when I think it was not long after George Floyd mm -hmm. was killed, mm -hmm. you know, we had just, we had been managing Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery and all. And um, he said, why do people hate us? And I thought, this baby, who has a very diverse friend group mm -hmm. and, you know, is in diverse settings and has never really experienced it himself. Um, and we've talked about it, but he was feeling He's it. He's psychologically. So it, and it was, you know, this indirect trauma that he was experiencing. And so we pulled it together because my house is the house everybody's at. And during COVID, I lied to you not, we had four teenage boys in my house during COVID for about two months. Been all of them? All of them, every, every day. We didn't get no cheat. Didn't get no wit, nobody, none of that. But you know what? But it was what it was supposed to be. And but we had to have these hard conversations. Mm -hmm. But even still, after so much time has gone, people are still dealing with that trauma. Right. Men in particular. Okay. Okay. So those are two main things: oh. depression and racial trauma. The awareness is up. The awareness is up. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Now my question: um, I hear this a lot in relationships. Yeah. Where couples like the woman will want to go to therapy, but the man won't. Yes. For the men oh, yes. who have made it to therapy, yes. what are those things? What is that word? What gets them there? How do we get more men in therapy, more men of color in therapy yes. in particular? Yeah. Oftentimes with couples, when it's that, it is on the brink of it, the relationship ending. Mm -hmm. And so they don't want it to end. So I'll do it because you want me to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, you know, people have to want to do the work and to want to show up. And so what I appreciate is when I have that, and that is not unusual, okay. certainly. I won't say that's, I see that all the time, but it's, it's not unusual. I certainly see it a good amount. Mm -hmm. And what I want them to know is, while I really, I know, you know, because we talk about it, mm -hmm. you know, we talk about uh, why they are there, who decided to come, was it mutual, was it one person, and, and we talk about that and kind of setting expectations. Because what I understand, if someone really doesn't want to be there and they don't want to do the work, we won't necessarily stop the work or stop meeting, but we're going to be honest about it because it's going to impact kind of our path and our journey. And that's okay because okay. everybody's journey is different. But I really like to acknowledge that they came anyway. Okay. Just, it shows you really care about this relationship or if you come individually and you aren't sure, you know, you don't know me and you're, you were uncomfortable, but you took a risk. Okay. So that shows that you really care about you. Okay. So I, I think it, it's almost like the things you just don't know you're trying out. Right. You don't know what it's going to be like. Right. You're taking a chance. And with therapy, 
you're not, it's not going to happen overnight for you to get what you want. So you have to kind of stick with it. And there's some hard parts, um, as you know, but at some point there's gotta be an investment Mm -hmm. that you're willing to show up because I have people who sometimes will even say they want to do the work, but when it gets down to the work, and this isn't just me, this is air about it. They say they want it, but they're not really willing to do what it takes to get it. So I just, no matter where it goes, I appreciate that they just showed up. Right. Okay. Yeah. So just show up. Just show up. Just show up. Just show up. What can you lose by just showing up? And I often say that, you know, what do you lose by just showing up? It's obvious you guys are not in the best places. Okay. So, so what, what do you, you can only gain. Um, One thing I share in my accounting practice when I speak with um, prospect clients, prospective clients, I may say, it doesn't matter to me if I do it or someone else does it. Just make sure it gets done. Yes. Yes. These are the things you need to look for. These are the questions to ask. Yes. What are some of the questions when someone who is entertaining going to see a therapist, what are some of the questions to ask to identify if that individual is a good fit? That is such a great question. And I will say this, I I love when prospective clients call me up to just have a kind of conversation to see if we're a good fit. Some people call it interviewing a therapist or what have you. Most people don't. Okay. They don't. They just, some people don't even look at my website. <laughs> and, and I get it because sometimes people are referred. Mm-hmm. So if Deshonda said, come and see you, that's enough. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. So I get that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's worth having a conversation with a therapist. Sometimes you come in and have, I, I offer that too, to come in for about a 15 minute sit down. Um, sometimes phone is hard to kind of work schedules to do that. So we usually end up just having a phone conversation. But I think one thing is, again, kind of being aware, what do you want by doing this therapy? Okay. And you may not know exactly, because I ask people that all the time. And a lot of times people don't really know what they want. Okay. So that's the start. Okay. You know, that helps us to identify but to begin to to really think about what you want and to talk to the therapist about that, but to ask them pieces about themselves and from a general, you know, how long they've been practicing, you know, just kind of general. But I really am wondering how you could, you know, your thoughts about if you can help me with this and what that would look like. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times people will want a therapy session then. That's not a therapy session. Let's be clear. But right, that we have to really kind of set that. And I get it, you're talking about these things, but you want to really just get a feel because when you're having the conversation, really you're also just getting a feel for the person. Okay. You know pretty quickly people you feel connected to. You do. You know what I mean? Yep. So when I met you, it was like, yep. Same yep. here. Yep. 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 That's it. Both. So you kind of know when, when there's a connection and I would say, trust yourself, right. trust yourself to know, you know, what's good for you. And so 
whatever questions you feel are important to ask. I think it's important to get an understanding about kind of how they practice and, um, you know, the logistics kinds of things with kind of getting that so you know about that. But to really have an opportunity just to hear them and hear their hearts. Okay. 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 All right. Um, so I asked a lot of questions, but I don't know all the questions to ask. Is there something that you want to share with the listeners that we may not have discussed that you deem important, whether it be, yeah. you know, from a clinical perspective of therapy or just yeah. a perspective just coming from a black woman, just yeah, anything that's on your mind? You know, I think I just want to encourage, if you're listening to this, that means you are investing in yourself, right? right? So you have taken the time. To, to sit down, to, to, to put this in your ear, whatever you're doing. So that's an indication. You really care about being enlightened and growing your perspective and having a different level of awareness. So what I want to suggest is to really be thoughtful as seasons are changing outside, well, they're changed, and will continue to change and as seasons are changing in our lives. What do you need to do to continue to invest in your being well? All right. Yeah. And you said this before we started recording and you just said it again. And I'm so glad you said it. Again. Okay. Being well. Being well. What does well look like? You know, I think we have to decide that for ourselves. Okay. We get to make that definition. Yes. Okay. And, and again, that definition is changing. Where we were. You know, where you are in your 20s, if you're a student, well, was figuring out school and classes and friends and dating, and you know, what that looks like then. And as you're kind of getting out, transitioning into the world and getting some independence and finding your whole chat, that's a whole different level of identifying your well and what that looks like. And as you're um, beginning to do find your careers or things you enjoy and hobbies and express your creative selves. And um, if you're starting a family, if that's your thing and, you know, marriage, if that's your thing and uh, partnering with people, if that's your thing, that's your journey and you're finding yourself what you're well there. And even as we're aging, aging ain't no joke. It ain't no joke. So I up the steps a little, just a little bit slower. Slower. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bounced for a few. Wait a minute, hold on. Let me catch it. Let me catch. But even in that, how do we what what do we need to be well? And and at this stage in my life, I'm still figuring that out because what it even looked like six months ago is different now. And there's some things that have occurred for me within this last six months that I'm really having to reassess and really find a space of commitment to that space of being well. Hear me, intention and commitment. Intention and commitment. Very well. Okay. So usually my final question is, can you share something that helps set someone free to fly, right? I think you just did it yeah. without me even asking. Yeah. I really, really know you really just that did it. That would be it. Yeah. Without even asking. Mm -hmm. So 
Latisse, I thank you so much. Oh. I thank you for before. I thank you for now. I thank you for later. Oh, because I believe. Bless your heart. In thank you, Tashana. In the later. Yes. I thank, I thank you on behalf of our listeners. Um, I know they thank you. And just continue to do the work that you do with Thank women. You. And I just encourage you. Thank you. And I just pray your support. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure we'll be partnering, doing some more things together in the future. You know and it. And it don't even have to be professional. Like, yeah. Always welcome to come and just hang out. Thank you, Deshonda. I just sit here and chill in peace in my little corner of the world. And I love it. Try to love on people and help people. Yeah. Um, when I have it to give, give. And when I don't, um, I think it's time for me yeah. to rest. Mm. Just being aware of that. So. That's good. Thank you for having me. You are just such a light, and I'm glad it shines on me. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if anyone ever has any questions about this episode, Latisse, can you please share how people can reach you? Can you share your business information? Yeah, whatever yeah. you want to share. Sure, 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 sure. So I am Mosaics with an S, okay. mosaicscounseling.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, M-O-S-A-I-C-S, I believe it is counseling. Okay. Dot com. Um, and all my information, all my social media is there. Um, and you can reach me and my number is there. I love texts. Okay. Better than anything. So there are questions or anything, hit me up there and um I'd love to connect with you in any way. Awesome, 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 awesome. Well, we just finished up another episode of She's Free to Fly. You can watch us on YouTube. You can listen on Apple or Spotify. Um, a lot of other the podcast channels. I won't go through them all. But um, you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at She's Free to Fly with the number two. And on the Instagram, the link tree is there. It'll get you to all the episodes. Um, leave a comment if you have any questions for Latisse. Um, please send her a text message, but also feel free to comment you know, on whatever platform that you're listening on. And we definitely appreciate you. I will sign off as I always do. I pray that you receive my love. I pray that you feel God's grace and I pray that you share it with others. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.